That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to the Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. Great to have you here. Joe Biden's trip to the Middle East was a bust, and an embarrassing bust at that. It was more of a touch-and-go for Air Force One than a true diplomatic mission. Three of the leaders the president meant to talk with canceled the meeting as he departed Washington. Leaders of Palestine, Jordan, and Egypt decided to say no thanks. The Iranian foreign minister sent out a tweet saying, Time is up for Israel, whatever that means. It turns out it means nothing, another empty threat by the Iranians, referencing an explosion at Gaza Hospital that killed hundreds of people. But the foreign minister was pushing nothing more than Arab Street propaganda. What he didn't know was that the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, and U.S. intelligence had video evidence that the hospital was hit by a missile fired by the Palestinian Islamic Jihad that misfired and then hit the hospital. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu replied to the tweet from the Iranian foreign minister saying, quote, Israel lives, the people of Israel will win. And to that, we say God bless and keep Israel. Turning now to the battle for Speaker on Capitol Hill, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan came up short again of the 217 votes needed. In the second round of voting, Jordan only lost the support of one Republican, That man, a congressman by the name of Vern Buchanan, a 72-year-old congressman from Florida serving his 16th year in Congress, who apparently decided to just be as supercilious as possible and switched his vote to Byron Donalds, who doesn't want the vote. Jordan says he's staying in the fight till it's done. Ask about the establishment call to give speaker powers to the speaker pro tem Patrick McHenry, Jordan said, we need to elect a Republican speaker, and not Patrick McHenry, 
who is, by the way, supporting Jordan. What do you think of these calls to introduce a resolution to empower McHenry to be the speaker pro tem on a permanent basis? Would you support that? I don't think that's the right way to go. I think we should get a Republican speaker. Uh, I got... 90% of the Republicans in the conference are supporting me. Would that help buy you more time? No, I, I mean, I think we should get a Republican speaker. I've been very clear about that. And I think that's where the conference is. That's what our rules suggest. So let's get a Republican speaker and get about the people's business. Good for Jim Jordan staying in the fight against almost two dozen rhinos, a group that contains more than a few screwballs and daffodils. They're acting out their personal gripes and hurt feelings. And at some point, surely, we'll take this matter seriously because it is a serious matter. Another member of Congress who's taking great joy in this holdup of electing a speaker is Marxist dim minority leader Hakeem Jeffries. Take a listen to Comrade Jeffries. Take on why Jim Jordan could not make a good speaker of the House no matter what. Jim Jordan clearly does not have the votes to be speaker. For good reason, Jim Jordan is the poster child for MAGA extremism. He is a clear and present danger to our democracy. There are many good men and women on the Republican side of the aisle who are qualified to be the speaker of the House of Representatives. There is no circumstance where Jim Jordan is one of them. If the Marxist minority leader's speech sounded familiar, that's because he plagiarized that line from fellow Marxist Dem Nancy Pelosi. Here she is back in 2021 saying the very same thing about then-President Trump. We know that we faced enemies of the Constitution. We know we experienced the insurrection that violated the sanctity of the people's capital and attempted to overturn the duly recorded will of the American people. And we know that the President of the United States incited this insurrection, this armed rebellion against our common country. He must go. He is a clear and present danger to the nation that we all love. Marxist dim plagiarism. It seems contagious for them. It started with Joe Biden in the good old days and then is now carried by Hakeem Jeffries. Tough fellow, by the way, with all that clear and present danger stuff, don't you think? Scary. We still need a Speaker of the House. Jim Jordan says he's in the fight all the way. Congressman Keith Self of Texas and I talked after the second round of voting for Jordan. And now here he is with us. Congressman Self, great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. If we use Kevin McCarthy's experience as a guide, there could be at least another dozen rounds of voting. Is this just a first phase or what should we expect? I think you should expect this to go a bit uh, longer. Uh, it's going as expected. We expected to lose uh, some votes today for Jim Jordan. In fact, it was better than expected. We thought the loss could be five or six. Mm-hmm. And we, it was a net loss of one, which uh, we thought was very good. Uh, remember, McCarthy uh, actually lost three during his January uh, 15 votes. Uh, so I said this morning that uh, this truly is a heavyweight fight. Uh, So uh, in a boxing match, uh, heavyweight fight goes 12 rounds. Um, You know, 12 rounds might be reasonable uh, because we're going to have to uh, have some more uh, some more time for people to get over uh, what they are. They have angst about what they're frustrated about and uh, come over to the conference nominee, uh, which is Jim Jordan. 
You know, I, I, I kind of get a kick out of this. I've been watching Congresses for a long time. I've been watching uh, the, the political process. But I, I get a kick out of uh, the, the game of expectations. Uh, and the establishment now is saying, my gosh, it's already in the second round. And he's, he's going to lose, vo-, they said, two votes. Uh, but the, the truth of the matter is, in January, just January of this very year, the previous speaker went 15 rounds in four days of votes. Uh, it's, it is, on that level, amusing. Uh, on another level, I, I'm deeply concerned because I see for really just frivolity, uh, triviality uh, on the part of the, uh, the members of that, uh, the holdout 20, if you will. Uh, it, it's, it's really distressing. Well, Lou, in January, we stood for something. <laughs> We needed the rules to change the trajectory of the way Congress worked. Uh, today, they're not asking for anything. They're just mad. They're just frustrated. Uh, they're just the appropriators, the uh, defense hawks, and uh, uh, they want to just protect uh, their appropriations because those are the money that truly do control the power and the money in Washington, D.C., there are those of us that came to Congress to change that trajectory, to change the money and power in D.C. And good for you for doing so, because if ever a change were needed, uh, this is it. Uh, we've got a host of uh, major issues facing the country, as you well know. You're there to fix it. Uh, but uh, a deficit... <laughs> We're talking about $2 trillion deficits uh, that could rise, uh, well, I was going to say exponentially, but not quite that bad. But uh, when you're talking about a uh, trillion dollars a whack, uh, it gets to be serious money, uh, as the old saying goes. Uh, and having those $2 trillion deficits, as we look at a 33 and uh, growing a trillion dollar national debt, this we've reached a point where we're actually now spending more money in covering the debt because these interest rates are rising. We're spending more money to service the debt, to pay for the debt than we are for our own military. It's insane. And, Lou, I think the American people are waking up because they see the inflation that they're enduring. Mm -hmm. They hear the debt. Uh, they uh, the, they see the issues on the southern border. Uh, their frustration and anger with the federal government is real out there. And frankly, we're seeing it in the phone calls that they are making to their Republican congressmen. Uh, everyone is getting slammed. I mean, some of their phones are busy, uh, continuously busy, uh, because people are telling them, uh, we need to get a Republican speaker. Don't talk about a bipartisan government. Uh, don't talk about a Democrat speaker of the House. Uh, we want a Republican speaker, and we want it now. Absolutely. And meanwhile, we've got some, uh, and I'm going to say it this way, we've got some fools voting uh, for John Boehner, Lee Zeldin. Uh, really? I, I mean, this do, do these screwballs understand that the American people watching them know that that is just frivolous, uh, that it's a waste of time, and it's plain, as far as I'm concerned, ignorant? Well, I think they are listening to their constituents and realizing that uh, they need to make a change. Uh, I think the establishment understands the fight that they are in, that we are going to change the trajectory of Congress. We are going to have a conservative Speaker of the House, which we haven't had in, in recent memory, um, somebody that is going to uh, change our fiscal policies, 
uh, that's going to actually go through the budget process on time as it's supposed to be and hold some of these uh, appropriators and the, the committees accountable. Uh, it's what we need in the Speaker of the House. That's the leader of the House. We cannot, le we cannot let up on this. Now, we as members of Congress are not applying pressure to them. We're trying to point out where they, we think they need to go. But it's the grassroots. It's the grassroots organizations that are applying the pressure today. Well, and I am delighted. Uh, we use that uh, that capital uh, switchboard number quite often on this uh, on this podcast, and it's a delight to know that some folks are are using it because they really do need to get engaged. This is uh, we're in too critical a period of our our history, uh, whether it's our foreign uh, foreign policy, whether it is our domestic policy, uh, our, our fiscal policy. Everything is in tatters because of this administration. I. I could never, to be just absolutely straightforward about this, folks, I could never have imagined uh, in my worst nightmare politically uh, that even a Marxist dem like Joe Biden and his acolytes who came into this to make up his regime could do this much damage to the United States in such a short period of time. I, I've got to ask you, Congressman, could you have imagined this? No, I couldn't have, but we've seen it coming for a while. Once Congress started abdicating its responsibility to the departments and the agencies, that's when you started seeing the executive branch uh, do well beyond the Constitution. Uh, they have taken Article Two, uh, Article One authority, uh, and they have expanded it uh, so that Congress really uh, doesn't have the authority we should have, and you see it in the executive orders that are passed. You see it in the in the Fed. You see it in the entire federal government taking authorities that they don't really have under the Constitution. Well, and, and you're absolutely correct. Historically, I mean, it started really uh, fast tracking, as the expression became fast tracking the uh, stamping of uh, agreements on commerce, uh, international trade, uh, it, rather than seeking government approval. You know, just we'll just fast track that and uh, let it go, and and still doing so only uh, uh, on steroids now. Uh, is there, in your judgment, and I know this to some may seem a little. Uh, you know, in the weeds. But is there a movement in the Congress right now to reclaim uh, the the responsibility? You'll always have that responsibility because it's written into the Constitution. I mean, it's been what's been given away to reclaim that uh, authority. Do you know we had that discussion in a conference uh, several nights ago now before the weekend, I guess. And uh, one of the chairmen, I'm not going to name him, made that exact point, that that is the real crux of the problem. We can deal with the symptoms, but until we get to that root cause, which is Congress has ceded its authority to the executive branch, we're not going to be able to do much about it. We've got to get there. You're exactly right, Lou. I appreciate you making that point. And one of our chairmen very eloquently made that point in conference. Well, that's good. And uh, we're going to take a quick break here, Congressman, and come back. We're talking with Congressman Keith Self, and we're going to take up what Congress is doing next and just how Jim Jordan gets to the speakership, and we hope soon. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Oh. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back now with Congressman Keith South, and we're uh, we're talking about Congress and its uh, responsibilities. And the first responsibility in this moment is to get a speaker elected. Uh, as we look at what is happening here, to hear the minority leader of the what I call the Marxist Dems uh, in, in the House, uh, this man sounded like a communist for crying out loud. And I'm talking about Hakeem Jeffries as he attacked Jim Jordan, talking about the clear and present danger he poses to the republic. He stole that line, by the way, uh, from Nancy Pelosi in 2021. That's what she said about then uh, President Trump. Uh, it it was an ignorant and I think a remarkably uh, classless statement. Uh, your your thoughts about what they're trying to accomplish uh, is they're stirring things up in the midst of this moment of indecision about who will be speaker. I have a couple of thoughts. First of all, it was a nominating speech. He should have talked about his nomination, the man or woman that he was putting into nomination. He did not. He talked about our nominee. Um, I just uh, I think it was not a nominating speech. And secondly, I will say what they are doing to Jim Jordan is exactly what happened to Robert Bork and Clarence Thomas years ago for their nominations to the uh, their nominations to the Supreme Court. Uh, this is personal assassination, character assassination. And that's what they're trying to do. Uh, I uh, this morning I, I talked about uh, Morton Blackwell. Uh, years ago, he said, uh, if if you don't have something they can use against you, they will make it up. This is what happens today when you rise to high office. It just is uh, it's the it's the uh, playbook of the Marxist Dems, as you say. And I will tell you, the American people are tired of this. Uh, this is why we get called the swamp up here when we go this route. It, it, the swamp. <laughs> Uh, we put out a, a, a podcast uh, entitled uh, Jim Jordan, uh, Clear and Present uh, Danger to the Swamp, because that's what's really happening here. Uh, that The swamp is unleashing everything it's got, the, the establishment uh, to, to, to bring in Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, John Boehner, former Speaker of the House, and then tell us all that it's, very, it's just fine. If you want to, we, we could extend the powers of the Speaker Pro Tim, Patrick McKenna, and he'll be just fine if you just, you know, extend those authorities and establish that. I, I couldn't believe the rank 
clumsiness and amateurish nonsense that those two participated in. And I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed for them, uh, for them to participate in that. Well, Lou, uh, let me tell you, this is now bigger than Jim Jordan. You just pointed out uh, the establishment, the swamp, whatever you want to call them. They are in full mode right now, full attack mode against Jim Jordan. But that's because it's bigger than Jim Jordan. They see an actual threat to the power and money that they control. And I think they realize now this is a real threat, something we've been moving toward since January in this Congress. We've had some missteps. We've used Democrat votes uh, to pass a couple of very important yeah. bills. Uh, but this is why I talk about TNT, Lou. Uh, that is Trump and Tuberville. Trump is so successful. Why? Because he fights for the American people. And Tuberville is actually holding the line. And it, the best line of all is Tub when uh, Senator Tuberville says, I'm not the one breaking the law. That's right. Those two are fighting righteous fights for the American people. Uh, Senator Tuberville standing up just for those who may not be familiar with the the, the stand that he's taken. It's, it's been going for nine months now. Uh, he has frozen uh, general officer promotions uh, for <laughs> for all that time, and it's driving people crazy. And I love the fact that uh, former CIA director, former NSA director, General Michael Hayden, uh, said that Tuberville should be dismissed from the human race effectively uh, and then tried to skirt around it with his language saying, well, I, I didn't say it that way, but he did say it and intended it exactly that way. Uh, Tuberville puts him up, <laughs> and turns him into the Capitol Police and uh, calls for a criminal uh, referral, uh, which I think, by the way, is too good a treatment for General Hayden. He is a establishment uh, ogre. Uh, uh, and an icon in his own mind. Uh, your thoughts about the, the standing against the woke policies of the military, standing against the abortion policies of the U.S. military, which now doesn't resemble the U.S. military. Lou, I was in the U.S. Army. Uh, I was an infantry officer, special forces uh, and, air, and airborne for much of my career and 10 years overseas in joint assignments. Uh, you said it exactly right. This is not the military in which I served. Uh, we have got to, and frankly, in the DOD appropriations bills and several of the appropriations bills, we've got policy writers that pull out the DEI, the wokeness uh, that does not fund abortion, that says they will not fund abortion or abortion travel. So those are the appropriations bills that, one, we need to get to the Senate. We've, we funded 70 percent of the government with the bills we've passed mm -hmm. to include DOD and state and foreign ops. The Senate has not taken them up. Uh, so those riders are still active in the bills that we have passed. So Senator Tuberville is doing an excellent job. And frankly, he's not hurting national security. Uh, those people are, are still in their positions. They're still doing what they need to, be, to do. And, uh, and until I think the DOD changes that policy, uh, he will probably stand firm. Um, I will tell you, uh, my coffee cup that's sitting on my desk right now is uh, Winston Churchill. It says, never, never, never give up. Winston Churchill. If anybody knew about not giving up, it was Winston Churchill. You better believe it. You just uh, chose one of my favorite 
uh, historical uh, figures, and uh, and he's you know he's partially uh, he's half American, so that uh, you know I'm not betraying the country or anything uh, of that sort. Uh, Congressman, we always give our guests the the, the last uh, the last word here. Uh, I, your thoughts uh, is uh, we get ready for yet another vote uh, for Speaker of the House. I am with Jim Jordan. I think Jim Jordan is going to hold firm. I think we are going uh, to several more rounds. I am convinced that Jim Jordan is going to stay in. And as long as Jim Jordan is in, I am in. And I know we have a, uh, a, a group of people that are standing with me behind Jim Jordan. Now, he's used to being in the ring by himself. He's in the ring today. But we're standing in support of Jim Jordan, and we will continue to do that. And I just encourage your, your listeners to, to keep calling. The grassroots are making a difference. They've actually flipped a couple of votes. I, I just encourage them to keep it up. Thank you so much, Lou. Thank you, Congressman. We appreciate it. Congressman Keith Self, thanks so much for being with us. You bet. Thank you. Thanks to Congressman Keith Self. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Our guest here tomorrow on The Great America Show will be Congressman Ben Klein on all that's riding on the outcome of the speaker's vote. Please join us each and every weekday. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to check out LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America. America.